0: Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 44 of Grace and Suffering. And we are moving along with AJ, as always, and we are on to reconciliation. Reconciliation.
1: Which we touched on, I believe, yesterday. Okay. We talked about how Jesus allowed us to receive God's forgiveness. And part of what's so important about that forgiveness is that we actually say we're sorry and ask for forgiveness and have a repentant heart when we Mm -hmm. do that. And I'll state this at the beginning. And I'm sure um, Dave, you'll say this at the end too, that probably one of the most important things is that when we have um, confessed our sins and um, you know, we're truly repentant. And in some cases, especially in our Catholic church, when we go to reconciliation, we're normally giving some sort of penance. Mm -hmm. And when we do all that, the important thing to remember is we've been forgiven. What a concept. And we do not need to stress over it anymore or to feel anxious about it anymore. Um, and quite honestly, there's some sins that sometimes we kind of slip in and we might slip up and we might do them again. And again, um, whether you're in the Catholic Church or not, there's always a way that you can get in front of God and say, I'm sorry, and I'm truly repentant. And the types of penances that typically, you know, I've seen in the Catholic Church are... I'll give you, for example, if I, if I might say some words that are not nice words and I, and I go and say, you know, I'm really sorry that I've said that, um, I might be told, well, say the Our Father out loud so that your voice can be used for something that's positive Mm. since you have just used it for something not so positive. positive. And I actually liked that because, and the whole thing about reconciliation for me, and again, being Catholic, I, I spent many, 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 many years not not taking advantage of the actual sacrament of reconciliation with the priest um, for many silly human reasons where, you know, there was, I don't feel like they were paying attention. They didn't even listen to what I was saying and, you know, said something that, you know, I didn't think was very nice and blah, blah, blah. Um, And the reality is that um, it's an opportunity. I do believe that, um, especially my smaller sins, I can confess them to God and, and I can go to mass and I can confess them as part of mass And, you know, truly be repentant and be forgiven. But even if I haven't committed a serious, serious, serious sin, (laughs) mortal sin, um, by going to reconciliation, it's more, it's intentional, I guess, is the word.
0: You also receive sacramental grace. Exactly. Right. Which kind of follows you as you leave the confessional. Right. Kind of hangs out with you, hopefully for a while. Well, and
1: anytime we can receive grace, I think it's a good thing. Especially if we're suffering because we're talking about finding grace in suffering and, and I, I would have said it, I would have said I had a hard time believing that until I really started opening myself for the opportunity of reconciliation, Mm -hmm. um, that it is true. And why wouldn't I want to take advantage of every opportunity to receive grace that I possibly could.
0: So did you ever feel like, um, there were some things you could have handled differently with Jeff or that you, maybe you got mad at him or you were impatient and those are some of the things that you took to, um, confession.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, there were times that I would get, um, short tempered with Jeff. Um, you know, and there were times that I thought he wasn't overly considerate of me. Um, didn't appreciate my position, um, all that well. And, you know, he even said to me one time, he's like, why are you always mad at me? And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not mad at you. (laughs) Of course, you know, certainly. I just look like I'm mad at you. (laughs) But I'm like, I think I was just mad. Um, and maybe, you know, in hindsight, maybe I was mad at him a little bit because it's like, You know, even though he was sick and it was a serious sickness, we were still married. So we still argued over the stupid things of, you know, you should know what it is that I need, you know, and even and I have told you some of the things that you could do for me, even though you can't physically do things, but yet you still won't do them. You know, so we had those typical things, you know, um, that we would be back and forth about. And it just the fact that we couldn't sit down and discuss them the way we always used to that's what made it so hard and made me feel like maybe after he passed away that they weren't quite as resolved as I would have liked them to have been. Yeah. So if you're
0: listening um, and you maybe have had someone who passed away and you might have some shame or guilt about how you handled things. Mm -hmm. uh, But, but I think for most of us, we do the best we can. And, And so if you did the best you could, none of us are perfect. I mean, we we talk. Jesus is the only perfect person there is, and so so if these things have happened, don't live in that shame and that guilt. Go get spiritual direction. Go talk to a priest, whatever you need to do. Um, go talk to your closest friend mm-hmm. um, so that you can process through that. You know, we talked a few episodes ago about um, finding someone to talk to and that person listening. If that's what you need to do, but the one thing is, don't continue to live with something that. I think A.J. and God, we, all three of us would agree that God doesn't want you to live with. Right. And, and so I think reconciling that with God and getting straight with him on that so that you can move forward is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you're suffering, um, e- even Jeff, right, He, he did, I'm assuming he went to reconciliation sometimes.
1: That's a really good question because before he got sick, I don't think either one of us were going, but having said that he did spend time with Monsignor Mike and I'm sure that reconciliation. I'm willing was a part to of that, bet yeah. you
0: that they went to what's well, Monsignor. If you're listening, well, you wouldn't tell us you couldn't tell, you, he couldn't tell us if right, he did right. go. So we'll never know. Yeah. So, but I would imagine that yeah. they probably was reconciliation in, yeah. inside of all of that. Yeah. So I just think this idea of, um, receiving forgiveness and, and just kind of, um, Always getting with God and going, listen, I know that I've I've come up short in how I've loved you mm-hmm. by how I failed to love my right. spouse or whatever the case may be. And then, like you said, when you've been forgiven, don't hold on to the shame. Don't hold on to the guilt. Guilt, just do your very best, right, with God's right. help to move forward because that's what he wants you to do. Right.
1: But two two thoughts in my head. We'll see if I remember both oh, of them. Good luck with. That. Um, the first one is that, and and I in a, in a lot of ways I feel well. I know I was blessed in the way that Jeff handled his illness, and while I know that I didn't do things as well as I wanted to, I a hundred percent believe that I did the best I could. Right. Um. There may be folks who, in hindsight, think. I could have done better. And that may be a source of, you know, concern or pain for them. And my thought there, because I can sort of relate to it and the things that I wish I had done better with Jeff and how I wish I had, or did I express to him that I wish I had done better and I'm sorry when I didn't do it. I worried about whether or not he truly knew that. Right. Well, the bottom line is he knows that now. And yes. if, I, if I am repentant now and I'm sorry now, he knows that, God knows that, God's forgiven me, Jeff's forgiven me. And, and I would offer that to anybody, even if, even if you totally messed up when somebody that, that you love was sick, um, you can still receive forgiveness from them and from God, you know, through God in that. That was the first thing.
0: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. If you no, no, go ahead.
1: Well, no, go ahead because I think I've already forgotten the second thing.
0: <laughs> I think it's just, you know, this idea of um, you not maybe thinking you did the best you could. You did the best you could. Because it's what you did, okay. I mean, that's it. You, you that's did true, the best man. you could because it's what you did. Right. And um, if you feel like there's things you need to reconcile, then reconcile them, and then move forward. But I think s- spending a lot of time second guessing and analyzing that's not really very helpful. Right. It, it doesn't doesn't change anything at all and thank goodness we have a God that's not worried about changing our past. He only wants to redeem our future Mm -hmm. and that's all that really matters to him. He only cares about, okay, you're back with me. We're moving forward. So now what's the second thing?
1: Well, I'm not sure if this was it or not, um, but in that whole concept of forgiveness, and I think it's kind of piggybacking on what you said. It's like, you've been forgiven. If God can forgive us, you know, then why would we not forgive ourselves? I mean, and Good you know, question. a part of that is hmm. just, does beating myself up about it make me feel better? Does it make me, is it? Is it, do I think it's my penance for <laughs> feeling like I messed up? I don't know why, I don't know why I wouldn't forgive myself. It doesn't always mean that I can just forget it and not keep thinking about it. But I think that if you continue to just recognize that, that God has forgiven you and that you are sorry, then eventually you'll get to a point where you can do exactly what you said. It's like, and in my head, even if I know I messed up or I yelled at him and like, no, I'm not mad at you when I actually was mad at him or, you know, whatever the case is, that was the best I could do at that moment under the circumstances. So let me ask you a question. Is it
0: super annoying when you forgive someone and then they continue (laughs) to act like that you haven't forgiven them? Is that super annoying?
1: Well, I would I would venture to say it probably is, I, but then there are also times where people say, "Yeah, I forgive you," and you're like, uh, "Do you really?" Well, yes, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. but you're what, talking about uh, someone truly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Too, And then you continue to like, right. like act like they haven't forgiven you, or you keep trying to make up for it, or right. yeah, isn't that annoying? Right. Can you imagine how annoyed God is.
1: <laughs> yeah, he must uh, be really
0: billions of people, and you know, throughout the centuries, and and he's like, I really wish they would just stop it, because just it's like talking to Jesus going don't they know you died for all of this and 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 don't they get right. that right. right and 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 because all i mean if you think about it all of that keeps us from entering into deeper intimate relationship and honestly it's all about us it's not about god cuz god's ready to move well, when forward do, and it, right. yeah yes. and we yeah. when we continue to beat ourselves up or do whatever cuz i I, I, agree. I, I mean we that, all do it I, I do it too but it's it's like it's just not logical If you get Mm -hmm. right down to it, we're, we're being illogical, right? I guess that's why he sent his son, but still just, you know, allow the Lord to love us in those places, you know, where we have made mistakes, because I'm going to tell you what, if you don't, it will just keep hold of you and consume you for the rest of your life. And, and God doesn't want that. And I don't think you want that. And here's the thing. The only way you stop doing that is to truly enter into intimate, more deeper relationship with God. Right. That's the only way that you begin to believe more and more that, OK, I'm truly forgiven for this. I'm not defined by this. Exactly. Thank God I'm not defined by things I have done in the past. Right. Thank goodness. And it's really easy for those things to creep in to our memories, whether it's taking care of a loved one who is dying, you know, whether it was uh, an unreconciled uh, person in our family that died that we weren't in a relationship with. Whatever it is, all of those things, that's right where the devil wants you.
1: Well, and and that's such an important point Mm -hmm. that you make is that it doesn't matter what we did in the past if we are repentant for it and we're trying not to do it again because those things that we've done have defined who we are today. And if that person is a better person, which you are if you've asked forgiveness um, because you've been forgiven, and having, having experienced those things in the past it helps you to be that person in solidarity with somebody else that might be struggling with that very thing too.
0: There you go with the solidarity word. I like that. And you break up another point. So you had mentioned earlier about struggling with certain sins that we may repeat. Okay. The the devil wants you to get discouraged, right? The Lord wants you to recognize the progress that you're making Mm -hmm. and the fact that you keep coming to him. That's the difference, right? Because so so if you're, if you're dealing with something that's recurring, really take time um, to, recognize how you're more aware of it. I can guarantee you, if you're going to the sacrament of reconciliation about a repeated sin, I guarantee you, you are more aware of that sin and that the Lord through his sacramental grace is washing over you, okay? And that you are making progress. Even if it's small progress, you are making progress. That's what you keep your eyes on. Not on the fact that, right. well, why isn't this gone immediately? Because right. some of this stuff's not easy to get rid of people. That's why. Right. It's just hard. I mean, right. and, and, and the Lord is patient. And kind and loving, and He wants us to, He wants us to keep coming to Him and to continue to work
1: on it. Right. And I think the last thing I had to say about reconciliation is we've talked a lot about when we ask for forgiveness for ourselves and that we're forgiven to to truly forgive ourselves. But I do think reconciliation also can help us to forgive others as well. Oh, absolutely. So you know, taking taking our inability to forgive to reconciliation, and you know, asking Jesus to help us forgive the way He and God forgive. Um, we you tells know. us
0: that in the Our Father. Absolutely. Right? That we forgive yeah. our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against those. It's really, um, it's pretty much, he's telling us that in right. order to be forgiven, we need to forgive others. Right. And how we forgive them can take on a lot of different things. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, 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 a a own, podcast, right? that's a whole other podcast. That's <laughs> a whole other series of 47 podcasts. Yeah. Any so, other thoughts? Yep, oh,
1: that's everything. Is it my
0: turn to pray? I, I think, think so. so. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Yeah. Lord, we just thank you for the gift of reconciliation, um, for the ability to reach out to you in prayer and to just ask for your forgiveness, Lord, the many ways that you uh, make yourself available to us so that we can be one with you so that our hearts can be clear. Lord, help us to never be discouraged about the trials that we have and the difficulties with sin, but instead to just continue to look back at your love because that's how we're defined. The devil calls us by our sin. Lord, you call us by our name. And so we give you thanks and praise for that. And I ask that you bless everyone listening in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Peace be with you. See you. Bye.